0: This is Family Impact, the weekly ministry of the Christian Grandparenting Network, building a legacy that matters generation to generation. Here is the host of Family Impact, Kevin Harper.
1: Thanks, Tom, and welcome to another edition of Family Impact, building a legacy that matters generation to generation. I know you're going to enjoy our next two Family Impact episodes with Dr. Ken Canfield, former founder of the National Center for Fathering and now the founder and president of the National Association for Grandparenting, also known as Grands Matter. So get your notepad and join me as I talk with Dr. Canfield about the work he is doing at the National Association for Grandparenting and how you can be encouraged and challenged in your own role as a grandparent. Well, it's great to have Ken Canfield with us today on Family Impact. So tell us a little bit why you started the National Association of Grandparents. What was your idea behind this? What were you wanting to accomplish? And then what is Grands Matters? How does that relate to that association? Glad to answer
0: those questions. First of all, it's National Association for Grandparenting because right. we are for grandparents. And and that's the message that I am, am carrying as a part of my life right now, not just having 11 grandkids, but it started uh, years ago when my grandfather stepped into my life during a time, the teenage years, when my father and I were at odds, and he was kind of the buffer. And he really helped mediate and and get through some tough, tough times. And so I always had this this sense that grandfathering is critical. So after founding the National Center for Fathering, back in the 90s, early 90s, 1995, I wrote a book, The Heart of a Father, where I devoted a section to what I would call that sunset era of fathering, which was grandfathering. And so I did a a quick review of the literature, and I wrote a book on grandfathering, uh, not being a grandfather at that time, but just looking at the experiences of others. Well, as you know, Kevin, and as any listener knows, when you become a grandparent, it's an aha, it's an awakening. Not only do you recognize there's age, but you recognize that there is a role you have to play that that is different than the role you did play as a father or as a parent. And so I, I began to to dig down and say, okay, Lord, what do you have for me during this era of my life? As I searched, who do I run into? My good friend, Kevin Harper, who's been out in the fields, uh, as an itinerant voice crying in the wilderness, so to speak. Hey, we need grandparents. The family is in decline. We need that sage wisdom to kind of weigh in. And so, Kevin and a few others had kind of led the charge. Well, as a, a, a newly found grandfather, I said, okay, what must be done if we're really uh, believing that there is the seed of a a movement of spiritual and social renewal in the heart of grandparents, because there was in mine, and it was sprouting. I just got back, and the water from heaven came down, and in in a, probably a couple of years after doing a thorough lit review, because I'm a researcher uh, trained in the social science literature, I said, okay, it, it's it's clear. We need a place, a platform that dispenses not just resources but encouragement and then does some uh, what I call forerunning research on what are the motivations of grandparents, what are their needs, what are the complexities uh, surrounding them. So with that, we've got a, a user-friendly uh, handle, and, and it's grandkidsmatter.org. Uh, we started at grands matter because I thought, oh, people will get this. Grandchildren and grandparents matter. Well, they don't. They think grands matter. They think, oh, it must be some sort of financial deal that I invest a thousand bucks in. Well, what we did is recognize that the real focal point are the the legacy that we're leaving through our grandchildren. So. We uh, have developed a whole host of resources at grandkidsmatter.org.com. and .com. So that's where we are, Kevin, and again, it's a delight to be with you in this journey.
1: So sounds like you've got a lot on your plate going right now, but so if people wanted to know more about this, they'd go to your website, obviously, but what is it that you're wanting to offer to grandparents, and in particular, as we talk about the grandkids and the grandkids matter? What kinds of things are you, are you bringing to bear in the conversation? Well, a stream of constant encouragement, because you and I know, Kevin,
0: uh, grandparents have un, um, uh, underestimated. Uh, they, they don't realize how powerful a role they play in the blessor of the family or the one that is there just to love and to give grace, as opposed to what the parents need to do. And that's hold the line and set standards and expectations. Grandparents have a unique role and just the age of the culture is is now appreciating the value of grandparents because they have more available time typically and more resources uh, to help these young families. So a stream of encouragement. We also are publishing... Uh, material, a magazine called Grandkids Matter, uh, one coming out, and you can go on and be glad to send you a copy of this so you can see what we're doing, uh, uh, Teeming with the resources that grandparents need. Uh, if you look on our, our, the architecture of our website, we, we recognize huge complexities, the long distance that grandparents play. Uh, particularly when they're geographically uh, displaced from their grandchildren, the complexity of what desertion, divorce and all the family fragmentation issues leave with the grandparenting uh, factors still at play. And then, you know, what are those, what I call important structural components. So uh, we're doing some writing. I have two research projects uh, underway right now getting ready to publish. And I just, Uh, published my first book on that subject, The Heart of Grandparenting.
1: Yeah, Yeah, and I want to talk about that uh, in just a moment. But before we do, um, tell me, what do you think in, in all that you've been researching and the observations you've been making, the communications you've been receiving from grandparents, what are some of the top issues and concerns you are hearing from grandparents? Uh, You mentioned long distance grandparenting. Are are there others that rise to the surface in your research? Absolutely, first of all, lack of modeling. One third of the grandparents that
0: contact me or when I do conferences and so forth, I ask them the question, uh, would you say your relationship with your grandparents was positive and close? Uh, Only 65% of those that attend, and these are current grandparents, would say yes. A third of them don't even have that history with grandparents uh, in their own family heritage. Uh, it could have been premature death. It could have been distance back then. So we've got about a third that are that are looking what what is the model for grandparenting. And again, I think that's where we go to trusted research, biblical insights. And just the sage experience of those that that God has put in our path that we can follow. So that's a big issue right there. How do I do it? What do I need to do? The complexities are incredible. For instance, I wrote a chapter in the book on reconciliation. and, And if we looked at all the issues that are facing grandparents, not just the distance, but the emotional issues, and it may be with their children that they have failed to uh, make amends, it impacts access to the grandchildren. So this reconciliation piece is huge, huge, huge. Uh, the the third I, I think is is real clear, and and this is what you and others have uh, promoted: uh, the need to teach. Uh, what are those teachable moments and the content that we want to pass on? You know, a quick thing I ask to of, of grandparents, uh, okay, what's going to be on your tombstone? Is it a saying? Is it a verse of scripture? Is it an epigram? Uh, what is going to be there? Now, have you really uh, focused on making sure that life message is passed on to your children's children? Uh, those teaching uh, components are a very uh, deep part of it. And there are many other things, as as you know, but I'd be glad to pick apart any of those or even go on, Kevin.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's a pretty significant uh, statement that you're making concerning uh, what we're going to be leaving for the next generation. What, what will they remember uh, about our legacy uh, that will matter in their lives? And so what are some of the ways that that your website, for example, and your magazine are seeking to address those things? Uh, if they were to go to your website, grandsmatter.org, um, what would they expect to find there that might encourage them in this journey of grandparenting? Well,
0: there's a spectrum or a life course that you could look at. If you have young grandchildren, we all know the aura of having a birth of a, a, a granddaughter or grandson that it really settles over the grandmother and, oh. and grandfathers that are just watching and say, okay, what do I need to do? Uh, we have life-staged the issues that relate to your grandchild up to the teenage and the early adult years, providing articles and tips that that come not only through research, but as you said, what are those trusted truths? I mean, as we know, the grass, it withers and the flowers fade, but what stands forever? And how do we put that what stands forever back into our family heritage in a meaningful way? So those resources are there. Uh, Then what we want to do is just uh, be open as a a leader in in the research. I'm working with uh, Dr. Michael Parker at the University of Alabama, who's in gerontology and palliative care, uh, we we have a life review, which is 25 questions, and it's in the book, The Heart of Grandparenting, that really probe your heritage and what you pass on and what you need to pass on. And you'd be surprised how impactful uh, that can be when you sit down and look at those questions, and this is what uh, researchers at Emory University found. Children and grandchildren who have a knowledge of their heritage, where their grandparents met, how they were living their life, what they did, their faith journey, and so forth, with specifics, have, as they go through the adult years, uh, not the identity crises that often uh, come to teenagers as they seek, you know, to answer the question, who am I? Where did I come from? It brings in, in effect uh, a stern and strong
1: rootedness to give them what they need to move forward. We're talking with Dr. Ken Canfield, uh, founder and president of the National Association for Grandparenting. I got it right this time. And uh, you can find his website at grandmatters.org. When we come back, we're going to talk with Dr. Canfield a little bit about a new book that he has coming out. He mentioned it earlier. Uh, So join us for that next session, and uh, I know you'll be blessed by it. I hope you've been challenged by Dr. Ken Canfield to take your role as a grandparent seriously. And I hope you will take the time to check out some of the resources you will find at grandsmatter.org. In our next episode, we will unpack some of the important information Dr. Canfield has published in his new book, The Heart of a Grandparent. I know you will be blessed. You'll want to hear what he has to say because he has some very significant aha awareness that I think you will want to know. So until next time, I'm Kevin Harper, your host on Family Impact. May God bless you and empower you to intentionally reach out and build a legacy with your grandchildren that is worth outliving you because it makes much of Christ and his gospel.